This is episode number 53 of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight podcast. You may have seen the title which said, Stop Meal Prepping. I was inspired to share this episode with you today because like most things, it's something that pissed me the fuck off. (laughs) Whenever something really pisses me off, I know that's like a identifier that I need to talk to you about it. I saw a while back someone posted something along the lines of, it was a chef, and she posted that she was sick and tired of people preaching meal prep and that people should just be able to eat intuitively. This really infuriated me for several reasons. That's what I wanna talk to you about today, but before we do that, we'll have a little word from our sponsors who happens to be yours truly. I'll meet you back here in just a second. If you've got a massive sweet tooth, then you're going to want to listen to this. I created something new for you. It is called my Sweet and Salty Swap Guide. That's a lot of S's. You're really going to love this guide. It's going to help you step down from all of your sweet and salty cravings really, really quickly with these lower calorie options. Just click the link in the show notes and grab your copy now. Okay, so I'm sure you remember the post that I saw was something along the lines of you don't need to meal prep, people should quit meal prepping, that you should just be able to eat intuitively. If you don't know what intuitive eating is, it's essentially just eating when you're hungry and not eating when you're not. Well, cool, right? (laughs) That's really fucking great for people who haven't used food their entire life to handle their emotional issues, right? I mean, isn't that the fucking dream, right? But there's so much more to that. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about why intuitive eating is not all that it's cracked up to be. I want to talk to you about why I preach meal prep, why and how I used meal prep to lose 60 pounds over six years ago, how I use it to this day. It's a skill I've learned, I've implemented, and I'll tell you what, all of my clients that I have worked with that have really gotten meal prep down, they tell me afterwards, oh my God, I just can't believe I did it any other way. And so that's really what I wanted to talk to you about today. Here's what I have to say about the intuitive eating. Regardless of all of that emotional stuff, which we will talk about in a few minutes, why would you just intuitively eat? Like logistically speaking, why would you work harder than you have to? Why would you create more dishes? Why would you cook six or seven days a week? Why Why would you make chicken breasts on Monday and then eat something that also has chicken on Thursday and not just cook the chicken once? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you turn your oven on? Here in Chicago, it's finally getting warm, but maybe you live somewhere where it's always warm. God bless you. I wish I did. But why are you turning your oven on six or seven days a week? Why repeat these same processes over and over again? If you're someone who complains that you don't have time to exercise or you don't have time to eat right, 
why wouldn't you meal prep? That's what I want to say to you. But there's so much more to meal prep. There's a lot of neuroscience that goes into meal prep. And you might not think that. You might just think, oh, meal prep because it's convenient. And that's something that I want to share with you today. Here's why I preach meal prep. Beyond all of the convenience factors, I want you to understand how willpower works. The least amount of decisions we have to make throughout a day means the more willpower that we have. We've talked about this at length, right? You wake up in the morning with a certain amount of willpower and that's why you're like, yes, today's the fucking day. I'm going to rock this diet. And then a few hours later, you're stressed out. You've had a lot going on at work. You you didn't fit into any of your clothes. You had to change four times. You got stuck in traffic. All of a sudden, you start wanting to supplement with food. Your your willpower gets reduced, okay? And when you don't have to worry about the food you're eating, that's one less thing to take off your plate. Pun not intended. <laughs> but you don't have to worry anymore about that specific thing. It's kind of like, you know, Marie Kondo and she's teaching everyone to clean the fucking closet out and only have things that bring you joy. When you meal prep, you have a refrigerator full of things that bring you joy in the sense that it's bringing you closer to your goal. So you're not having to go in the refrigerator and make decisions. You know that everything in there is serving you in the same way you can go into your Marie Kondo condoed closet and just put anything on. It makes life more peaceful. And when you are at peace, when you have that peace of mind, you reduce anxiety. And guess what? When you have less anxiety in your life, you are less likely to emotional eat. You see, all of this stuff is tied together. I like to think about meal prepping as kind of like paying your taxes or, you know, just the first of the month, paying all of your bills for the entire month. That feeling that it brings you is just like, oh, fuck, yes, I don't have to worry about that again until whatever. So with meal prep, I usually will meal prep on Sunday for most of our meals, not all of them. But I'm at the point now where it's just most of our meals. It's definitely all of my lunches and all of my husband's lunches as well. And then towards the weekend, that's when I start to like, you know, make things that are more fresh or, you know, we might pick up Chipotle or go out to dinner on a Friday night or something like that. So I actually don't prep for an entire seven days, I really don't like my food to go any longer than than five days. And I also want you to know, which we're not going to be talking about today, there are certain ways that you have to prepare the food so that, like, let's just say a, a, a spinach salad is not going to taste fresh on Friday if you put all the stuff on top of it. So I teach my clients different ways to make the food last longer. So if you're doing a salad, you actually want to create the salad upside down. And I'm totally getting off track, but I think this is pretty cool and you'll find value in it. So if you're making a salad for meal prep and it's got chicken on it and it's got onions and cucumbers or whatever, put that in the bottom of your meal prep container and then slap all of the fresh spinach on top of that. Put your dressing on the side. That's going to, because think about that, if you were to make a meal prep spinach salad, 
it's going to be weighed down with all of that. And then there's like the moisture from the cucumbers and stuff, and that's not going to be good. So you want to flip that around, put all the ingredients on the bottom. But I digress, but I wanted to share that because I want to let you know that, you know, meal prepping can look however you want. I don't meal prep every single meal uh, for the entire seven days in a week. And most of my clients don't do that. But when you first start, it's really best to prep more because, again, you have less to worry about. But I think the most exciting part about meal prepping is this. Most, 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 most of the women that I work with emotionally eat. Most women I work with have a unhealthy relationship with food. Most of the women that I work with have spent their entire life creating a habit that when they feel unpleasantness, they use food to modify that temporarily, right? When you meal prep, you can retrain those urges that you have. The idea is to put space in between the urge and then how you respond to that, okay? So here's what that looks like with meal prepping. And I think this is really common. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. You had lunch around 12 o'clock. It was great. It was a meal prep meal, but now it's two and you've been typing in some Excel spreadsheet and your brain's fried. And your friend that works across from you there, she's got Hershey Kisses on her desk. You start eating the Hershey Kisses because you're craving something sweet. Your ego is depleted, so your willpower is down. Why? Because we talked about this, right? Because the more decisions you have to make, the more mental processes that your brain has to go through, the more your willpower is depleted. So subconsciously, you're looking to your coworkers, Hershey Kisses, to give you that boost of energy that you want. Now, sugary things and quick carb sources like like Pop-Tarts and cookies and Hershey Kisses, all of that is a very quick energy source for your brain. Our brain thrives on carbs, okay? So your body is subconsciously looking to those things to give it that boost that it wants. That doesn't necessarily mean that's the healthiest option for you. It's actually not, but your brain doesn't really care because you've created a habit over the years of I'm feeling unpleasant, I eat this Hershey Kiss, and it makes me feel happy temporarily. And that is how that habit is created. Now, when you have meal prep in your life, let's go back to that two o'clock. You ate your meal prep lunch at noon. Now it's two o'clock and you want that Hershey Kiss. But you know at three o'clock, you have your PM snack available. And your PM snack is something you're excited about. Maybe it's some sort of yogurt bowl that you created with some Greek yogurt and some berries and some almonds. And you're kind of like, I could go for a Hershey Kiss, but you know what? If I wait that one hour, I've got my meal prep snack available. So your mind already knows the plan. It's got this agenda for the day. It knows that this is your afternoon snack. Where you get into trouble is when you're not meal prepping and you go too many hours without eating and then your willpower is super duper reduced, right? Because you've gone five or six hours 
without anything and you're having to work very, very, very hard to keep yourself from eating the things that you don't want to eat. But if you've got that meal prep food there, you create structures. I always tell you guys, I like to see you eating every three hours. Does this need to be the way that you are for the rest of your life? Absolutely not. What we're attempting to do is create some structures because if you are a woman who has used food in incorrectly your life, you don't understand the difference between necessarily true hunger or a hunger for something else. So maybe the hunger that you really have is that you, you're unhappy in your job. Maybe the hunger is that you're, you, you have a lot of anxiety and you haven't learned the true skills to manage your anxiety because you've always coped with food, okay? So sometimes for us, it's really difficult to differentiate between true hunger and emotional hunger. But when you have meal prep and you have those structures in place, You can say no to the 2 p.m. Hershey kisses because you know you only have one hour to wait until you get to have that yogurt parfait. Now, other people may not get us, and that's fucking fine with me, but I know that you get this. I used to have a lot of anxiety between meals. Like if I were going to a party, I wanted to know I really wanted to know if there was going to be food, what was going to be there, what time the party was. Like it was, it really took such a hold on my life. So those sort of anxieties can seep into us when we don't really know what the plan is. We don't know what what our agenda is. But when you have meal prep, it's easier to say, I get it. Like you can do this mental talk with yourself. I get that I want this Hershey kiss at two o'clock. That makes total fucking sense because for years I'm stressed out in the afternoon and the cure that I've used is to eat these Hershey Kisses. So of course I want to do this because it's a habit. That doesn't mean I have to answer the habit. And what's more, I only have to resist this temptation for one hour. Now I use the word resist because that's something you're used to, but what I really want to share with you is this. When you start to stress yourself out and you start to worry and you're like, what's wrong with me? Oh my gosh, I'm going to die if I don't eat this Hershey kiss because it feels like that, right? It feels like it's taking over you and if you don't eat the thing, it's not going to go away. That's where you start to get tripped up because you're, you're starting to beat yourself up. You're starting to work yourself up more. But if you can remember, oh, this makes sense. Like, this is just an urge. Remember, urges can't kill you like a bus can. It may feel like you have to answer it. It may feel like you've got to eat that Hershey kiss, but you don't. But all that I'm asking of you is that you just practice allowing that urge to be there and letting it go unanswered for just that one hour because you know at 3 p.m. you can have that yogurt parfait, okay? When you repeat this process over and over again, you build a confidence. And again, other people might not get this, but you do. It feels like we have to eat the thing. It feels like we're gonna fucking die if we don't eat the thing. Now, when you can put structures in place like meal prep and allowing allowing that urge to be there and going unanswered, and you do that, you build a confidence in yourself and you start to realize, oh wait, this was just shit in my head. This isn't, this isn't again, gonna kill me like a bus can. 
But the best way to understand that is to get in it, right? Is to just create that space between having the surge at two o'clock, just letting it sit there for an hour, even if you need to chunk it down to 20 minute increments. You go, you know what? Okay, until 2.20, I'm gonna wait till 2.20, you know, and then you get to 2.20 and then you go, you know what? I'm gonna wait till 2.30 and you just keep doing this. Coincidentally, this is how I recommend that you do your strength training too. Like if you think you can only do 12 reps, when you get to 12, just say one more. Okay, one more, one more, one more. You will be surprised how how long you can go. You will be surprised what you're capable of, but most women aren't allowing themselves the reward, that feeling that you get when you really push yourself to places of discomfort. That's the way that you make massive fucking change. So if it really seems like meal prep is just about convenience, I think I'm breaking it down for you right now that you understand it's way fucking more than that, right? There is a fucking method to my madness and this is why I've spent my career preaching this to you because it's so much more than that. The last thing that I wanna share with you about meal prepping is I want you to understand that there is a place for intuitive eating in meal prep. Because let's not forget, meal prep is not 100% of the food that you're eating in a day. As I mentioned in my house, it's really just my lunch because I eat the same breakfast every day, afternoon snack, I kind of have a couple like in rotation, and dinner I make fresh, but I have already know what the plan is for the week. I, I have my system down that works for my family. But meal prep for you, if you're in like one of my programs, is probably gonna be 80% of what you're eating a day is your meal prep food. That allows you 20% of your day to intuitively eat, to make decisions on what you're going to eat. Now, when I say intuitive eating, I'm talking about the decisions that you're making on the foods that you're eating, not necessarily the times that you are eating them. Remember, I want you eating every three hours and then not eating in between there. I want you to be able to practice allowing yourself the discomfort of wanting something and not getting it immediately, right? We're so used to just wanting shit and getting it. That's just the world that we live in. We have too much food, we have Amazon, we can stream any TV show, any music. We want something, we get it. And that's a real problem when you use food the wrong way. So that's why in the beginning, I really I really recommend with my clients, you're eating every three hours. But that 20% of the time, you get to decide what you want. So let's say you've made great choices all day. Let's say for you know the past five days, you've, you've been amazing. You've been doing so, so well. You're so on target. And let's say you want to eat a snowball. You know those snowballs, those like little white things that are covered with coconut, they're terrible for you, right? But in moderation, like who gives a shit? Have the fucking snowball, right? So you get to make these decisions. But here's what I want to say about the snowball. And frankly, all of the food that you eat, do it very mindfully. Slow down. If you're going to eat a snowball or even like a shish kebab or whatever, but like snowballs, that's just going to taste better. 
enjoy it. You know, I sometimes, because this is the world that that I live in and I'm just so obsessed with this, sometimes when I'm in a restaurant and I watch people eat, I see such a sadness because they are eating, you know, they're in a nice restaurant. They're not even enjoying the act of eating the food. It's about getting theirs. It's about this lack mindset. It's about shoving the food in. So if you're going to eat something, slow down. Do it mindfully. Do it intentionally and enjoy the fuck out of it. I recommend making it an experience. So most every meal that I have is kind of a little experience. And here's what I mean by that. Like my nighttime snack is usually not just eating some yogurt. I will do like a Greek yogurt with a little bit of fruit or something like that on there. And I put it in a little bowl and then I'll make myself a cup of tea and then I'll sit down and I'll sip by my tea and I'll eat my yogurt. Sometimes I like to eat it with a tiny little spoon because it's just fun, more fun that way. And I'm really sitting and enjoying the experience of it. So whatever you're eating, remember to enjoy it. And I don't know, that might sound silly to have to talk to you about that, but I think you might notice, especially you're probably a woman who really excels at her job. You're probably a woman who has a lot on her plate, right? So you're probably eating lunch really quickly because you're already in that that mindset of like, gotta get shit done, gotta hurry, 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 right? So when you do that, you're not even enjoying the food that you're eating. So just sort of be mindful of that. The next meal that you eat, make sure you're drinking some water with it. Have a cute little napkin, make it a whole little thing. It's really fun. Grab a magazine or whatever, read while you're eating. Enjoy food. Food is meant to be enjoyed, okay? So I really do encourage you to do that. But the bottom line is this, you have to do whatever works for you, okay? And I've had people tell me meal prep is hard, but if they really sat down and did a time audit on all the time that they're spending on not meal prepping or going through the drive-through or going to doctor's appointments because their knees hurt, because they're obese and all of those things that start to really add up, don't they? And then all of a sudden meal prep doesn't seem so hard, perhaps what they're doing is overcomplicating the process, which we could talk about in the future. But you know, I like to keep it simple, stupid, sister, whatever. <laughs> so keep your meal prep simple. But the bottom line is, I want you to understand that meal prep is backed by scientific studies, okay? There are studies that prove that that your willpower stays elevated. You have an increased willpower when you choose the meal prep lifestyle. And the studies also show that this greatly increases your odds of a successful weight loss journey. So remember, meal prep is just not about being cute little containers. It's not just about saving you time. It changes the way that you use food. And this is why I will to, to the fucking cows come home preach this to you so please 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 start meal prepping now and if you haven't already please hit that subscribe button do me a favor and give me a five star review on the podcast we've really been growing i know i've talked about this at length holy shit it's so amazing to see that the growth in this podcast and in the bad bitches losing weight community I love it so much. And it's all because of you. It's all because you are 
reviewing this podcast and rating it for me and sharing it with your friends. And so I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. And I will see you here next week. All right. You have a good one. Bye. She bad as fuck and she know it. He stay, we just get a little closer. Blowing tree and sipping some mimosas, yeah. And I hope she mad chill. That she's smart as fuck and always keep it real. That her whole life she done better still with some peace and love that this world needs to heal. Yeah, and listen over to her bitch face. Cause this girl doesn't really fuck.